Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is, wherever you are. I want to thank you for listening to The Dash with Matrilla. Guys, let's talk about the law versus grace. Penalty versus freedom. So here's what I want to just cover really quick because I want somebody to know that if they are a believer and they trust, they have their faith and their trust rooted in the Lord, you got to be living in grace. You got to come out from under that law. All of those um, legalistic, practical behaviors, you got to just know that Christ died so that you might live. He died for your salvation. See, the law, the law was never put in place to save you. The law was put in place so that you can be exposed, so that you can see the things that you're doing wrong. But here is the good part about it. And don't let nobody tell you anything different. The good part about it is this. When Jesus died on the cross, all of your sins went with him. Every every sin there was was put upon him. When he died, he defeated the enemy. All of that canceled out everything. And when in in oh, sorry, all of that canceled out everything in reference to your salvation. Now, it doesn't mean that you can just do anything you want to do at will, which you can, but there are consequences, not so much as a law, but there are consequences to doing the wrong thing. But the consequences come based off of your choice, not that you were forced to do it, that you made a choice to do it. So look at it this way. The Ten Commandments, the Ten Commandments were put in place as a foundation to give you something to go off of, to live by. Now, the Lord is not forcing you to do those things. He's not forcing them on you. He put them in place saying, here are the things that I want you to remember so that I can bless you over here, so that you are, you know, taken care of over here. But, but the good part about it is a grace, unconditional favor. It is a gift, unconditional. It's a gift that you cannot earn. It's a gift you can't work for. So stop letting people tell you that you got to work to get salvation. You got to work to have God's grace. You don't have to work, but God will work for you. Remember that God will work for you. Stop saying, I am working for the Lord. The Lord does not need you to work for him. He needs you to allow him to live through you so that he can work. Remember that. And guess what? Whatever it is that you have on your plate, whatever it is that you're going through, ask God, ask God to work through you and fix that situation. At the end of the day, he is the source to all of our resources. And I've said that before. God is the source to all of our resources. I don't care what it is that you feel like you're lacking, whatever it is that you feel like you are in need of, go to the Lord. He is your source. He is the source to it all. Even if you went to someone else and said, hey, I need help doing X, Y, Z, you might want to ask the Lord to work through them to help you, work through them to provide something for you. Ask God to touch their hearts to do whatever it is that you need done. At the end of the day, if he does not agree with it and doesn't approve of it, I don't care how many people you go to. I don't care what you search for. You will not get it. So again, the law, here, here's a, hey, if if you are, 
um, a person who likes to see information for yourself, I am happy about that. You can go to the book of Galatians. The book of Galatians will lay out grace for you. It will break down the law and grace for you. And, and you can get all of that in just in chapter one and two, because uh, there is a, there is a, a scripture in chapter two where Paul, Paul puts Peter in his place because see, Peter went back to the law. Peter stepped back into his old ways that, you know, Peter was hanging out in, in with the, with the um, Gentiles drinking and, you know, eating and all of those things. But when he found out that the Pharisees, other church or believers, let's say believers were coming to the area, he cut himself off from the Gentiles. He stopped eating with them. He fell back into the routine, the ritual, the religious ritual that says, if you are not a Jew, I can't sit with you. If you are not a Jew, I can't eat with you. If you're not a Jew, I can't interact with you. Well, see, Paul had to remind Peter that when he accepted Christ, when he decided to abandon the law and follow Christ, that he was going back to his old ways. He had abandoned the law. But when he did that one ritual, that when he observed that one Jewish law, he fell back into the law. So you can't do them both. You either gonna follow Lord and live in grace, or you are going to go by the law and live under the curse. So I'm just asking you this. What do you want to live under? A curse or or freedom? A curse or great expectations of something great coming to your life, bless of life filled with blessings. We are, we want to get from under the law. So, Hey, read the book of Galatians. And if nothing else, read chapters one and two, and just allow it to saturate your spirit because Paul gives some great examples as to how grace is really supposed to be received into our lives. Grace is not something that you earn. It's not something that you go out and work for. You have to receive grace. You have to say that I am open to receiving your grace. And what you are saying is, Lord, I accept your freedom from everything that is known to be sin. See, when Jesus died, God no longer viewed us as sinners. He, he, he didn't do that because here's the thing in order for us to be clean from that, to have salvation, to have this type of life. And in order for God to work through us, there had to be a sacrifice and the sacrifice was Jesus. So if we are saying that we got to go by the law, we got to do all of these rituals, we got to perform all of these ceremonial types of things, then Jesus wasted his life. His life was in vain. He died in vain. He died for nothing. So if you believe that Jesus died for you, then you got to know that he did not die for nothing, that his grace is sufficient in your life and his grace overrules the law. Oh, I can go off with just, I can just keep going with that because there's so much I can pull from. But I just wanted to let somebody know today that you, my friend, you can walk in the fullness of God's grace. You just got to receive it. Stop letting people tell you that you got to do this and act like this and wear this and cover this and write this a hundred times and do all these things. If God didn't tell you to do it, then guess what? 
You don't have to do those things. All you have to do is just accept that grace. Accept that grace. I know I do. Hey, I am not going to live in bondage for over people or things or any of that. I am going to live by the faith of God, in the faith of God, and know that grace is all mine. It's my salvation. Hey, that's my spiel for today. Y'all know what I say. Never give up on your life. Never give up on your dreams. Never give up on God. And you better know that victory still belongs to Jesus. That's why you're victorious. Y'all better keep up.